a year just like your crossword puzzling yeah got a 350 streak 350 day streak on the new york times crossword puzzle pretty good man yeah i'm finishing sundays in like 10 15 minutes fridays in like five minutes really yeah so like the Do way you it think w- that they have dumbed it down and made it more pedestrian no, what happens is uh, you learn how to read the language of crossword puzzles. Okay. So they're basically using the same hundred words over and over and over again to kind of fill in the grid of the crossword puzzle. Would they use the same references all the time? They use a lot of the same words, a lot of the same references. It seems substandard for such a lofty establishment as the New York Times crossword puzzle that like just they just reuse shit all the time. So the way that they kind of work is that they're built around these themed answers. Okay. A lot of times and that'll be like a longer clue or a longer answer that has a connection to other answers in the clue or other answers in the puzzle. Mhm. And those will kind of be, you know, like four or five clues that the puzzle is constructed around. Then you have to fill in the words around there. And you have to have a certain number of, like, you know, words and letters that fit. And, you know, there's, like, one clue that they'll use all the time is the word oleo. O-L-E-O, which is like a buttery spread. In an oleo, you get... Uh, a lot of vowels. Is that, the, a, is that a brand or a type? It's a type. Okay. Uh, and so that gets used a lot just because it's a convenient word. It's got a lot of vowels in it. Exactly. It's useful as opposed to, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't really find the word raz in crossword puzzles a lot. R-A-Z-Z. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to do something with two Zs. You know, you have to find words to put those in there. Right. So the 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 bearded the, band from Texas. Yeah, exactly. Uh so the 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 high scoring or the high scoring scrabble letters, the rare letters, you're not going to see them as much cuz they're harder to construct around. And so yeah, you know, you sometimes you'll see puzzles where they try to throw in a lot of weird words, but then they get really kind of uh, obtuse Mm -hmm. around the corners, or it's like you can see that they don't fit really well. And uh, I would say the hardest ones have a combination of, like, long clues, long answers, and uh, difficult riddles to decipher for the easy clues, for the easy words. But... uh, Difficult riddles for the easy words. So, so, so like, uh, the answer would be something something simple, like 
like flag and instead of the clue being like symbol of a country it would uh maybe be something about like internet moderation interesting like mark okay. a comment right. for you got to flag it yeah, yeah exactly so to make easy clues interesting you you kind of make it more obscure wordplay or work on different meanings of the word or make it more cryptic somehow. So you actually have to think about it instead of just being spoon-fed an answer. I like word searches and jumbles. I like jumble because of the cartoon. The cartoon's good. I'm dyslexic just enough to make to make word jumbles kind of easy. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, obviously that's sure. whatever. I can get the words in the word jumble, but then, like, putting the the letters together is hard. Yeah. I like that part, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do that a lot on tugboats, as I always did the word jumbles. Yeah. You just get that that whole, like, game section of the paper. Yeah. It's a pretty sick little section, honestly. I would say so, man. They should appify that. Just the... Well, the, the New York Times crossword app, it has that. The jumble? It doesn't have the jumble, but it has the crossword... It has the Wordle, oh. which you enjoy. Yeah, I do. I'm pretty okay at Wordle. It has Sudoku. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. It has a, a puzzle called Spelling Bee, where you've got like seven letters arranged in like a, a honeycomb pattern, and you have to find all the words that they make. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that, that's surprisingly difficult. Yeah, those are yeah. hard. Uh, an easy you, trick is just looking up the answers online. Do you pay for this? I do pay for it, yeah. What's it cost for the bundle? I think it's like 5 or $6 a month. That's not bad. It's not bad. And I don't know. I got serious about crossword puzzling That makes a sense. while back. Yeah. And I mean, it's your natural evolution. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you said you were looking for some competitions. You're probably going to be, well, I don't know. They might have some other autistic people in there just like crushing like... Uh, crosswords at like 12 years old just like oh, 100% ruining like 70 year olds weekends like I'm the best crossword puzzler that I know but I only know like three other crossword puzzlers you identify as a crossword puzzler you've almost got a year under your belt it, I think yeah it, I think it, so it's, it's it's a small part of my identity okay yeah are you gonna start wearing like crossword puzzle shirts and stuff absolutely yeah yeah just black and white checks uh with words filled out. Numbers. I had a crossword puzzle mask back when wearing masks was a thing. Okay. That makes Uh, sense. Yeah. And uh, the straight... Go ahead. To what extent have you looked into a a competitive setting? Just I've searched online. Okay. There's just nothing around here? I mean, there's like a... I saw there was some sort of like national crossword puzzle championship which is like the top of the heap yeah you gotta start local exactly and yeah no i I haven't looked recently i've been uh too busy participating in other unnecessary competitions Mm -hmm. since then um pinball specifically you've been in some pinball competitions recently not recently but you know that was kind of taking up my competitive bandwidth and now, you know, doing comedy is kind of the same energy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, Crossword Puzzle is just kind of a diversion. Keeps the, keeps if it, the if brain it was easy, sharp. If it was easy, I'd go head-to-head with some, like, six-year-old nanas. 
Yeah, they're yeah. fierce. They, they, you know, they'll would, bake you cookies. Would you berserker rage at cross crossword puzzles? Yeah, probably so. What would that look like? Uh, I think it would just be like tearing the paper to shreds. Mm. You know, like writing down a letter and your pen strokes get more and more erratic until you shred mm. the paper with violent pen strokes. Are you allowed whiteout? Can you do it in pencil and go back with ink? How does it work? I think I think it's an ink kind of situation. And you can only cross out so long as you can like... So let's say you wrote the letter A instead of the letter I. Right. You would have to like draw a really big, fat, like I. reinforced I over the A. Yeah. And then like if that letter I was wrong... You know, maybe you could turn it into like a, a an O somehow. I don't mm-hmm. know how you would mis- get the wrong letter twice for that. Um, but no, I, I think there's like a timed component where you have to finish it so quickly, and then you get probably docked for errors. Right. And uh, doing it on the app, you kind of get to cheat at the end a little bit because when you get the crossword done correctly it'll say, hey, you finished, good job. But if you have errors, once you get every square filled out, it'll be like, oh, you still have some errors. So you know if you're finished or not, and you can just kind of like guess on squares until the app is like, hey, you won. Okay. Whereas if you were doing it in pen in real life, you kind of don't know if you miss things. Right. But then in real life, you know, you're not going to like accidentally hit the wrong key like you know what letters you're writing down i'll make those mistakes on the app like i'll be trying to type something and hit the wrong letter Mm. and then the finish the puzzle and it's like hey you have an error and it's not an error of like getting the wrong word it's an error of having hit the wrong key yeah you put that j instead of a y exactly gotta cross the t's and dot the lowercase j's Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would, uh, I would say that I'm probably in like the top two crossword puzzle solvers in this room. For sure. At least. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not against a crossword puzzle. I've, I've crossword puzzled before. Sure. Uh, I like, I, I used to do the New York Post. Okay. Uh. It's kind of a rag, right? Yeah. We, we would get. Both of them. We get the Post and then whatever the other one was. Not the Times. The Globe. I forget. There was like a, the there was like the Democrat one and then there was the Republican one. Sure. And we'd get them both. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would do the puzzle and some of those. I also used to just like to draw on, like we would get the newspapers, then like two days later, mm-hmm. like after everybody's kind of had their go at them, like I would just start drawing like eye patches and scars on people Hitler and just mustaches. Like, yeah just like yeah. i would just start defacing the newspaper that's how i passed a lot of time working on tugboats it checks out defacing newspapers and doing jumbles is there, is there a lot of downtime on a tugboat if you do it right yeah uh you know it's kind of a make your own adventure game in some ways and, okay uh i'm not one for extra work even though it probably would have behooved me mm-hmm. to do so, but uh, 
you know, you can always find something to clean. Yeah. And I don't want to. And so there's a general level of cleanliness that is expected. And I just maintained that. I Absolutely. Didn't, I didn't really go above and beyond with like taking everything out of a cabinet and cleaning the, like deep cleaning the entire cabinet then yeah. putting everything back in like an organized fashion because in two weeks it's going to be a jumble again. No one's checking for that. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you're just kissing ass if you're doing that. And we're bored. You're just that type of personality and you're just sure. bored. But yeah, I mean, if you're out at sea and you're going from like New York to, I don't know, somewhere in Delaware or, you know, North Carolina or just whatever. Waiting. There's not a lot to do yeah. when you're just floating out at the sea, yeah. out at the sea, just hauling this barge around. So, you know, general clean cleanliness, maintaining certain things, but it's not like you're going to get out there and paint, really. Uh, general boat maintenance, you don't really have to do as much when you're underway. So, yeah, you got a little downtime, especially on, like, the night watches, which sure. is what I preferred. And... You know, between midnight and 6 a.m., there's not a whole lot going on. No. You get down there, deface a newspaper, uh, bake some scones or cookies to keep the fat guys really fat because you're trying to kill them. Um, get dinner, like pull some meat out of the freezer for dinner tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Check on the engine every hour. You ever see anything weird? No. Like in the sky at night? No. On the tugboats? No. We'd it's a listen, disappointing, right? We'd listen, we'd listen to Coast to Coast. That's where I got into it was... Uh, What's Coast to... Like Space Coast Coast? Not, not Space Ghost Coast to Coast. You, you really... Do you not actually know? I don't know what Coast to Coast is. Okay. Uh, coast to Coast AM okay. is, you know, a AM radio station. It's like talk radio? Yeah, but it's for, like, people like us. It's not... It's not... The up and it's not the straight, straight ahead. This is where you get your Art Bell. This is where you, okay you get, uh, George Nori, George Knapp. This is where Skinwalker Ranch comes from. Gotcha. This is uh, this is the paranormal and weird shit. Mm, okay. And and it started with Art Bell, and he had this like radio station out in Pahrump, New Mexico or Nevada. Yeah. And it was just. Coast to coast, people from all over the country would call in, and it was like, I don't know how it was broadcast out to everybody, but it was, and because it's like the mid to late 80s or whatever, Sure, and he's got a great radio voice, and he really makes you think that he's just like, you know, talking to you, Sure, and so you're just... So what was, do you talk about like paranormal activity, like weird shit going on? Yeah, just weird shit going on, UFOs, ghosts, just all sorts of stuff. And then have various experts call into the show and talk about their book or whatever. And then they would do this thing called open lines. Okay. And they would, sometimes they'd have whole shows of just open lines, but usually on every show they'd open up the lines to people to call the guest and like ask questions or relate their stories and you know you just hear wacky shit sure this is where i learned all about this is how i got into conspiracy theories this is how my brain got turned on to like like alien lore and chemtrails and skinwalker ranch and lizard people and like this is like i was like 22 20 i was like 21 or so and like every night like I would, go, <clears throat> every night I was at work. This was like the internet before the internet. 
This yeah yeah. But then like co- it worked with the internet too. Sure. But uh, I guess the internet did exist at that point. Yeah, it was great. I fucking loved it. Coast to coast was amazing. It got me through so many just like boring ass nights of just like listening to like you know werewolves or aliens or Betty and Barney Hill or sure. whatever. Uh, I saw a UFO one time. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Real deal. I was like 12, 13 years old at my house in suburban Kansas, mm-hmm. and I was bringing the groceries in from the car. And I walk through the threshold of the garage. Is it daytime I, or nighttime? It was nighttime. Okay. I walk through the threshold of the garage and turn and look kind of like over the tree line. Okay. And there's this triangle of lights. Mm. Like a red, a blue, and a yellow light. And the triangle is rotating, and it's like zooming over the trees. And how old are you? Like 12 or 13. Okay. And, you know, you hear people talk about uh, flying saucers, uh, spacecraft, and they're like, it, it's moving in a way that our, our aircraft can't do it. Right. Like it has control and propulsion that, you know, it's not like a jet right. or a helicopter. And it was moving exactly like that, kind of high over the tree line. And I kind of like locked eyes on it. And it kind of started hovering and coming down. How big do you think it was? I, I couldn't really tell. Mm-hmm. You know, it, How it far away was the tree line? So uh, it was the trees that were like across the street. So they were pretty close. Okay. You know, I lived in a suburb, but it was an older suburb. And it had like a lot of trees on every lot. Mm-hmm. So... It wasn't that far off. Um, and I saw it and it started kind of hovering in on me. And then right as it started kind of hovering down, my cousin hit the garage door. And I was standing right there, so I had to, like, jump inside so I didn't get crushed by the garage door. Mm. It was before the time of, like, those little laser sensors. Or maybe they existed, but we didn't have one. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know. That was it. And did you tell anyone about this? I mean, I'm telling you now. But you didn't tell your cousin right then and there that you saw a triangular craft with... Blink? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I mentioned it to her. That seems odd, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I didn't want her to think that I was weird. Too late, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. She's way weirder than me. Is she? Oh, dude, she's... Is this cousin on your mom or dad's side? Mom's side. Okay. So my mom had, was one of six... Five daughters and a son, mm. and uh, her sister Nancy had a bunch of kids. Uh, my cousins, not a bunch of kids, but my cousins Samantha and Stephanie, we were really tight. They would come and visit for summers, and then uh, that whole kind of branch of the family tree got really addicted to uh, opiates mm. and meth, and nice. still are, man. Okay. They're either dead or addicted. And uh, yeah, no, it's not a. Uh, it's not a super pretty situation over there, but it has been hilarious a couple times. So, like, uh, have I talked about my mom's funeral? Not on really. Here? I don't want to gloss over this entirely, though. So, you saw what you believe to be a UFO landing, and you're just like, meh. I mean, I, I saw it. I don't know yeah. if it was landing, but like, it, it felt like I looked at it and it knew it was being watched. Like, it changed its behavior because I saw it. And, you know, I'm not so uh, tinfoil hat to be like, oh, that was a a spacecraft 
and aliens were trying to make contact with me. Mm -hmm. And I know at that point in my life, I was obsessed with the X-Files also. Okay. So, you know, I wanted to believe. um, But yeah, you know, I just kind of went back inside. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, No, I've never seen a UFO or anything even close to a UFO. Yeah. And I desperately have wanted to. Sure. You know, I I've I've laid out in fields and like tried to mentally contact UFOs before. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Uh, I've seen a maybe a ghost before. Sure. We'll get back to your mom's funeral. But yeah, uh she'll still be dead. Uh <clears throat> I've I've seen a ghost maybe before. Mm-hmm. But what was that like? It, I'm, I don't even know if it was really a ghost. I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts? What do you What do you think they are? I don't know. Time loops of some sort. Okay. Uh, I believe in the possibility of ghosts. I don't think that they're. I don't. I don't. I don't think a poltergeist and a ghost are the same thing. And I kind of think that ghosts are just like temporal loops okay that we don't really understand Mm -hmm. but even that doesn't really make sense to me because how come they're always from like the 1800s or like 17 you know what i mean like how come we don't have caveman temporal loops like do they wear out do they like you play them so many times and the tape breaks like i don't know like why don't we have more temporal loops do you believe in some sort of like timeless everlasting essence of the humans do do you believe in a soul yes you believe in a soul okay so if a soul exists then ghosts are not a far cry right uh i mean i I wouldn't try to apply any sort of understanding to what a soul is but mm -hmm. yeah i think that there's uh do you believe that something persists after death yes so no it's not hard to it's not hard to extrapolate that like if you died suddenly or you died with like some strong sense of unfinished business right. or in like some rage or something uh that yeah you know your your spirit couldn't move on to whatever spirits move on to next right it gets locked in to some I, like, yeah uh, i don't know have you heard of uh, murfreesboro tennessee yeah so murfreesboro tennessee is a town right outside of nashville about 30 miles away and it was the site of a lot of really bloody civil war battles. Okay. Like they said, like the, the soil of Murfreesboro was stained with blood. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ghost activity in Murfreesboro just because. Right. Same with all... Gettysburg. Yeah, exactly. Supposedly, like, you know, you can catch like ghost cavalry charges at, sure. at Gettysburg. Yeah. And those those young men all died, you know. Yeah. Really fired up about stuff. And, you know, you have your head taken off by a cannonball and right. you still have a strong sense impression going on. Yeah. The Civil War is crazy. Uh, but, yeah. So I believe it in ghosts. What, what ghost did you see? What um, happened? So it was in Alabama. I was probably 14 or 15. And uh, my family drove down to be in Alabama for, like, Christmas that sure. year. And I took my girlfriend with me. Yeah. Uh, and we just had, like, a... Not a minivan. It was, like, an 
bigger than a minivan, but it wasn't like a conversion van. Yeah, it was like a conversion van. It was like three rows. Yeah, and she and I took the back seat, mm-hmm. and my sister was in the middle, and we had like a TV set up back there. Sure, I remember those days. My dad rigged it up. It wasn't like. Yeah, no, mine yeah. had the same. It was like a little mini TV balanced on the console. More or less. Yeah, yeah my dad rigged it up. but like so, Plugged into the cigarette lighter. Yeah. yeah. And so we did that. And then, so me and my girlfriend are on the back seat. And, were you like fooling around? Oh, or? dude, she sucked my dick from Rhode Island to Alabama like five times, like five to eight times a day. Like every, it took like three days to drive down there. Like I was just You must getting, have been fucking sucked dry. I was by the end of that. By the, she was like, "You're not even coming anymore. I don't care. Keep doing it's just it." Like powder. Yeah, my sister's like literally like eight inches in front of us, yeah. and I'm just like, "Does she remember that? Do you think she knew what was going on?" I don't think so. I think she was in her own world. Sure, just like not even aware. Like maybe had headphones on even, Good. and it just looked like Steph was laying down taking a nap a lot. You yeah, know? and I was just like getting taking my, a nap. Yeah, I was just getting my dick sucked like fucking crazy this whole car I I still think about how funny that is to me it's just it's like very funny um I would finger her but you know nothing. yeah that's it's whatever um it's harder to get in there yeah yeah and you're 14 you don't really know what you're doing fingering anyhow but uh that was the first girl I ever made squirt with fingering though yeah anyway uh, I'm pretty sure her stepdad was molesting her when I think back about So things. maybe you weren't the first guy that made her squirt. <laughs> well, I didn't say the first guy to make her squirt. She was the first person I made squirt. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, we're down in Alabama. We're at my family's farmhouse out in rural Alabama. Sure. And my great-grandfather built this house. Yeah. My grandfather was born in this house, mm-hmm. died in this house. Sure. He wasn't dead at that point, but... Many people have been born and died in this house. Sure. And uh, there's always kind of like a sense of it being haunted, but never maliciously. It never felt bad. It was a little spooky. Sure. But it never felt mean or bad. They're not vengeful spirits. Yeah, it was your family. Yeah. Like, that's how my mom, like, my mom addressed it. You know, she was like, you know, like, that's your family. They're not going to hurt you. They're they're watching out for they're you. They're just hanging around. Yeah. And so there was a time we went to a funeral and like my sister was pretty young and my mom and she and my mom were sleeping in the same bed in one of the bedrooms. And, uh, my sister woke up, like they both woke up at the same time. Yeah. And my sister was like, who is that? And my mom said she was, my mom was like, I don't know. But. Uh, someone came in and like tucked them in, just like pulled the covers up on them, mm-hmm. just like checked like a grandmotherly motherly figure, just checking sure. in on someone sleeping and like pulling the covers up on them a little bit. It's just your ghost nana. Yeah, it was a ghost nana. Yeah, just like you know, making sure everybody's comfortable. All right, uh, I can get behind that kind of ghost. Yeah, I never like the house was the house had a weird vibe. It wasn't bad, but it was just like a yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think that is why all the ghosts are from that era. Is because you know generations of people would live and die in a house. Like you didn't go to a hospital to die. Right. You died at home, and you but, know. But why don't we have cavemen once? You know, I don't know. Maybe the we ta- don't live in a cave. Maybe the tape runs out. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Europe has older ghosts. It's possible. And yeah, like. But anyway, I don't know, do you think all hospitals are haunted? This is. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how you apply any sort of logic to it. Yeah. Uh, 
the bathroom always spooked me going to the bathroom at night there. Like I always felt like somebody was like looking in the window, like that feeling of like you're being watched. It always felt like somebody was like just outside the window, Mm -hmm. like looking in that. I hated that. But anyway, so I'm in this house. It's, you know, a little bit spooky, kind of an older house. Sure. Middle of nowhere, Alabama. Everybody else is in bed. It's like three o'clock in the morning. She and I are still up. Yeah. Just like shooting the shit in the kitchen. And we're kind of sitting like we are now, but like behind you, there's like a big window. Like there's like two big windows on either side of you more or less. Yeah. And so to my right, uh, the that window, I just see this like basketball size shape like blue orb sure just float outside the window at a very just casual pace just sure. float outside the window and then it's like behind you i can't see it mm-hmm. and i'm like what the fuck and she can see that i'm looking at something and then like it floats by this window mm-hmm. at the same pace and then it keeps going and yeah. i'm like I, I don't really know what to say did she see it too not at that point yeah and then it takes a hard right and the kitchen had been remodeled, but like where it turned, no, it took a hard right, a hard left through a window. Okay. And then I could see it moving through the kitchen because mm-hmm. the kitchen hadn't been remodeled at that point. Yeah. And so it moves through this kitchen. There's like a doorway and like it floats down the kitchen and then we can both see it through the doorway and we're like, what the fuck is that? Like it keeps going out of sight. It takes another left, goes through a door, and goes into the living room, and then just keeps going and just moves down the hallway, yeah. and then just goes out the front door. And she was like, I'm going to bed now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me too. Uh, was that a ghost? I don't know. But it, it was a, a... Basketball-shaped blue orb. Taking hard turns and going at like a specific... It could go through walls and stuff, but sure. like it took a path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was ambling. It was ambling. It so was taking an, an evening stroll. Yeah, I don't know what that was, uh, but did you mention it to anyone? Or I think so. Yeah. I don't think anyone made much of a deal about it. Because what are they going to say? Where are they going? You know what I mean? Like, They're like, oh, that's just a ghost. But like, just a spirit. There used to be stories about like my great grandmother mm-hmm. i don't know this trailer, it was kind of like i couldn't like maybe should ask my mom about it but there there were stories of them being like you know this is like the 20s i'm talking about sure. and like you know there's like a spiritualist revival kind of around that point and sure. like they said that like they would do these things where like they could make the table levitate like they could do like like my family would do these things where they would like where somebody would come in and like I don't know I don't I should talk to my mom about the whole story but like they would hold hands or put their hands on the table and then the table would just start like levitating like seance. basically doing yeah. seances and stuff and like yeah. they were into that in Alabama yeah it was like a it was like you know in a Christian offshoot in the same way of like holding snakes and gotcha, shit gotcha. it's like that kind of shit like we have magical powers but it's for Jesus well it, it's it's through Jesus. Right, through yeah. Jesus. Like, Jesus is manifesting they're, right, in the power. Right, they're the conduit. Yeah, exactly. And so... So that makes it not witchcraft. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I should ask my mom about that, because now I'm thinking about it. It's like a faith build versus a sorcery build. Yes, they're like paladins instead yeah. of wizards. 
Although they might have been some wizards in there. Yeah. I don't think so, though. I think, I don't, I don't think. That's why you're the black sheep, because you're a wizard, not a paladin. Yeah. I don't think that there were any KKK members in my family. They certainly didn't like black people very much, but I don't think there, there was any KKK members in my family. I'm not sure. I know when Obama got elect or was running, uh, they were not psyched about that. Were but they stoked on Trump? And by that point, I have lost all contact with them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, and most of them are dying. Sure. Now. Yeah. And so what so, they think doesn't really matter. It never really did. No. But, uh, yeah, I lost contact with them. The round of the Obama years, that's when I was like, I really don't care. Well, that must have been about when you came out here as well. Huh? When no. you came out to Seattle, yeah? No. Oh. I moved to Seattle in 2019. Okay, yeah, I guess that's way past the Obama years. Yeah. Not way past, but yeah, it was... We were in the Trump times. Yeah. They say he's coming back, man. They say he's going to come back. Oh, well, he's... uh. <laughs> As a cultural artifact, he's with us forever at this point. He he might be like the first preserved head in a jar. Ooh, that just be fun. still like retains speech like, you know, Futurama style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I could see him like providing some interesting sound bites in the year like 3026. I, I don't know. As more time goes by, I... I I'm like, was he that bad? I don't really remember. Because, like, it's not like he... I don't know. I'm not pro-Trump, but Obama sucked, too. I mean, the, 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 Biden the, sucks the, too. The, the thing that, like, people really hated about him more than being bad was just being inflammatory. Right, which is kind of... Fu- he was fucking funny. He was, he was funny. He was a funny guy. He's still a funny guy. If he runs again, I don't think that there's any way that he would not win. And just, it would be, like, the most awesome return of a heel like <laughs> re- like WWE pro wrestling style just like oh you thought he was gone he's back and he won he hits Biden over the head with a steel <laughs> chair <laughs> I was at uh, I was at Jai Tai the night that he got elected oh god oh man people were like tearing their clothes yeah I bet pouring ashes on their head I was I was I was at oh oh I know, I know where I was. It was in, I was on like a semi date and we went to a place to watch the election come in at this like election center or whatever. They had a bunch of big screen TVs and we were watching and then like he won and people started weeping Yep. and like, I don't know. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of those people are still butthurt. About Trump, when you bring it up, it'll like send him into a rage. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that more than anything political that he did, just the the divisiveness for American politics and relations was, was more harmful. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were already we were already pretty much there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Just further drove a wedge between what, like people, people who like to do a little bit of trolling, and people who don't like to be trolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Who knows? We're about to get another president soon, and that'll be when is that hilarious? I'm November sure. is that happening? Is it when did Biden get elected? Twenty twenty. Yeah, Biden was twenty twenty. They got two more years. Yeah, but yeah. they're gonna start trotting out the old show, uh, horse and pony show soon, though. Yeah, the debates will start happening soon. They can't be running Biden again. I don't know. He's. I've seen a lot of clips recently of him like wandering off. Yeah, yeah. I saw one where like the Easter Bunny had to like corral him. It's like elder abuse at this point. Yeah. It well, it's whatever. You're talking about your dead mom. Oh yeah, yeah. She's dead. Uh, my dead mom and, and, and my cousin Samantha. So Sam, Sam. It was uh, Samantha and Stephanie, and you know we were tight. And then when I was around maybe eleven or Steph 12, or Steffi, S- Stephanie. Okay, but yeah. Full name. Full name. Okay. Sometimes Steph, but like no, it wasn't really an abbreviation kind of situation. But Sam was. Yeah, Sam was Sam. Yeah. Uh, and so we were really close. She kind of got me into punk rock music, mm-hmm. and that being a failure was cool. Um, and when my mom died, we had this memorial service for her and we took her ashes to the beach in California and we scattered them, which is illegal, but we did it anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Fuck them. Uh, and so the whole family is there and we're waiting for Samantha and Stephanie to show up so that we can start the scattering. And it's like 10, 20, 30 minutes go by and it's like, all right, well, we, we're just going to do this because mm-hmm. we got places to go. Right. You got Shoney's to go to. Exactly. Got to go to Shoney's. Got to get a little in and out order off the secret menu. That's what mom would have wanted. Right. Uh, Smoke a pack of Newports. Exactly. Virginia Slims. Okay. Either. One, one of each. Menthols, nonetheless. Yes. Menthols, nonetheless. So, you know, everyone in the family takes a little handful of ashes, throws them in the ocean, has a little moment. Isn't you know. it weird throwing ashes in the ocean and you get those like little like it's extra crisp like it's like it feels weird and then you get those like little bits of bone in there. Sure. You're like, ugh. I've thrown some ashes. It feels weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like sand that used to be a person. Yeah, and presumably at least eighty percent your mom. Yeah. And twenty percent some other someone guy. else's mom. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the ashes scattered, and then we look down the beach, and Samantha and Stephanie are finally coming. Mm-hmm. And they can barely stand. Okay. They're fucking wasted. Are they dressed nice? No, but, you know, not not awful. Okay. They're staggering out to you. They're staggering out to us. And you're on the beach. And we're on the beach, and they're expecting to have some ashes. Mm. And in a quick-thinking move, I just gather up a couple of handfuls of sand. Mm. And put it in the ash bag because it's pretty similar. Sure. Yeah, it's not that far off. Right. And Samantha's like, oh, Stephanie went to drive, but then she was way too drunk. <laughs> so I made her pull over and then I drive. And she's also drunk. Yeah. But I think she drunk out of grievance or just because just they're California sober. But that is that drinking? Yeah. California sober is when you just drink and smoke weed all the time. Oh, I thought. Okay, I didn't know the drinking was part of that. That was just weed. No, no, it's... Uh, maybe there's regional differences, but they, you know... She, she was just as drunk, but she handles it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So they show up, and I'm like, oh, here's some ashes for you to scatter. 
and you know they're none the wiser unless they listen to this podcast right yeah and then i go to drive back you know it's in uh, carmel california and i got to get back to san francisco and their mom nancy is like oh i'll drive you back and aunt nancy aunt nancy exactly samantha and stephanie's mom mm-hmm. and she's got this old beat up maybe like 1994 mustang Mm-hmm. What and, color? Uh, I think like dark blue or dark green. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, can you drive? And I'm like, I don't have a license, but I'll drive. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Wait, how old are you? I'm like mid-30s. Oh, okay. Like I, 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 I could drive. Like I've been driving. This wasn't that long life. ago. It wasn't that long ago. Um, just my license had expired and I didn't want to jump through all the hoops to renew mm-hmm. it yet mm-hmm. at that point. I currently have a driver's license. Sure. Um, And the whole way back, she's like sipping out of like a big gulp cup full of like Kool-Aid and vodka. Nice. And it's like, all right, well, maybe I should have drove. But then she died shortly after under mysterious circumstances. What do you think those were? Oh, she just overdosed on drugs. Oh. Yeah, 100%. Anything cool or just like oxys? Yeah, probably just oxys. Hmm. So no, nothing cool. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, we've been waiting on Sam to get teeth for I don't know, maybe like four or five years now. Hmm. Yeah. How bad is it? Mm. The teeth or just the whole situation? The teeth. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. She 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 might have molars. Yikes. I'll say that. I can't see that far back, but she was supposed to get like she was supposed to use her inheritance from her dead mom. Yeah, to get some teeth, and she didn't. But then, like, it got like her aunt and uncle on the other side were like, like, no, we're not going to give you this money because you'll fuck up. You won't get the right kind of teeth. I mean, okay, and it's just like. Yeah, you know, it's weird to, like, see a a, a beloved family member kind of, like, just drift further and further away. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have, I really don't have any cousins. I have, my mom's an only child, Mm -hmm. and uh, my mom's an only child, and my dad is the only my dad is one of four boys, and uh, he's the only one that had kids. One was uh, a homo, and yeah. one was, uh, and the other two were smart enough not to. Um, sometimes I think I'm the reincarnation of my dead homo uncle. Yeah. It feels oddly. The things I know about him, and I'm just like, that's weird. What are the parallels? Uh, into the arts and uh, dramaticism, sure, and attention seeking, and like he used to like when they were kids, like he would wear a cape and a top hat, and just like run around the neighborhood and have his brothers chase after him with like a pen and a paper with like pen and paper pretending to try and get his autograph and he would be like trying to flee from them i'm like that's something that's kind of a dead ringer yeah Yeah. like uh just like i don't know i don't have like i don't know a lot of stories he killed himself when he was like 
15 or something. Jesus. And But he had, a I don't know, a wild life. Did he get bullied for being gay or something? Was that... A little... But that, then, like, is that why he killed himself, or was that just incidental? He well, half and half. So, my grandparents got divorced, and this is like you know the sixties. Sure. And he's in Alabama, and then like I forget why he leaves, but he like runs away to New York, where his grand, who were his father lived, yeah, and starts living with his dad, mm. and. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know all the details, but like he starts living with his dad, and then like he's like fourteen or fifteen, and he gets his own apartment with this older guy, mm-hmm. and like or yeah, something like that. And then it, or because his dad like wouldn't let him live with him or something. Yeah. Once he, I don't know. I forget. Like I don't have all the details. No one really wants to talk about this. It's kind of just like sure. I've strung it together. And had a few brief conversations about it, but like, yeah, he, he like my grandfather like kicked him out for like maybe like drinking. I don't I don't remember all the details, but anyway, he starts living. He's like fourteen or fifteen. And he's like living with his other guy, mm-hmm. and then something happens. He's like bipolar, yeah, and uh, a genius, like a like an actual genius, yeah, and. Um, he just like Sylvia Plaths it. He like tries to like make his, he tries to like do like a like a big show of killing himself sure. as his as was his nature. So he just like sticks his head in the oven and waits for his boyfriend to come home to like rescue him because I think he'd done that before. Sure, but then his boyfriend was late and just gassed himself. Gassed himself. Hmm? R.I.P. Yeah, I don't even know where he's buried. Probably in New Jersey. I have no idea. I really I. He was very seldomly brought up. Yeah. Uh, very seldomly brought up. But just based on some of the stories and just the general feeling I have, I feel like I'm the reincarnation of that dude sometimes. And just like, I have to. Because of how much you're into ass fucking? Yeah. 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 Ass fucking and dramaticism and. Uh, I've seen I've seen you in a cape before. Yeah. I yeah. have a, I have a cape. I. Uh, Do you have multiple capes? I used to. Yeah. Not anymore. Just got the one. Uh, don't wear it as much. I should. I could see you in a top hat. Oh, I've worn top hats plenty of times. Sure. I would, you know, especially around this time of year, the spirit Halloween start popping up. You get That's one of those right. like cardboard top hats. Uh, yeah, in high school, I used to wear a top hat frequently with like huge Kurt Cobain sunglasses. And uh, do people give you shit? Never for being weird. Never weird. I've always been kind of big. I've always been kind of muscular. That's true. Uh, I, I've i been working out since I was like 16, and I also just like don't care. And so uh, I think it's just the way I carry myself. Yeah, and, I can see that. And just like, yeah, no it's one's... like bullying you wouldn't really have an impact. It wouldn't do any. No. Uh, like, it wouldn't do anything. There's easier marks. Right. Like, and I might hit you. And That's true. Like, um... Yeah, when I went to public school after getting kicked out of private school, like I was mostly just ignored. Yeah. But it wasn't bullying. Oh well the bully community probably knew that you got kicked out of school. Yeah. So like you're 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 tougher than them. Right. Basically. 
And you had all those tattoos at 16 years old. So <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, man, this guy. But, I mean, I, I, I was just so not into being in high school at yeah. that point. And, like, I had a girlfriend who was in college. That's right. Uh, I had a radio show on college radio. All I had a job. All of my friends were, like, 20 and... Uh, or like you know older, yeah. And so like, I didn't need to be friends with any of these like dorks in high school. Yeah, you you would kind of evolve past high school drama, right? Already. And then like I would go to this club called Club Hell, and then like they were very lax on the door. Sure. And so every once in a while, I would see people from my high school in there, or yeah. like trying to get in, and then they see me in there with like a group of older people, and I'm like drinking Midori sours, and like they're like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" Yeah, Midori sours. Yeah. I would never have thought that'd be your drink. Oh, they look te- like I like them because they look so weird, but also they taste good. Like I, I am a fan of a Midori sour. It's like bright green, right? Yeah, yeah. It's bright green and melon liqueur. Melon liqueur. <laughs> I, f- I fucking love a Midori sour. Honestly, like that. If like that is one of my favorite drinks. They look cool and they're delicious. There you go. Uh, I used to make them at Jai Tai sometimes. I had a couple people order them from me at Jai Tai. I like them, and I'm like, what even is that? When I was first stretching out my ears, uh, I put padlocks in them. Sure. And checks out. This uh, dork at high school, I don't even remember his name. I think he played guitar or something. I don't know. He just came up to me. He was like this like big fat like nerd that didn't know he was a big fat nerd. Like sure. he had the confidence of like a regular person, but he looked horrible. Okay. And uh, his name was, he was like a tw- he was a twin. And they were both just like hideous people. And his sister, it was like fraternal twins. Wince? I don't know. Started with a W. I, anyway, he just came up to me one day and was like, dude, are you in a band? Because you have just like great stage presence. Like you should be in a band. And I'm just like, go away. Don't just like, talk It's like, me. what the fuck? <laughs> like, go away, you fucking dork. Uh, yeah, no, he would have had to have come up and insulted you to be your friend. I don't know what Not he would try have... to give you some ham-fisted comp. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, like, I just thought I thought I was completely invisible in high school. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, like I have a you know I'm just like living my life. Like I I know a few people. I'm not really friends with any of them. Right. And uh, it was just like a job. It was a job. You're just it, going there. It was a job because you pretty much have to. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just doing my thing or whatever. And then like, I, I, I am intentionally not in the yearbook. Yeah. And I get out of high school and I go to this place called Newport Creamery one time. Like I just graduated like a month before or something. And I go to get a banana split and, or an awful, awful probably. And, uh, the guy gives it to me for free. He's like, hey, you're Jack Slattery, right? I'm like, what? He was like, I was like, yeah. And he was like, this is for free then. And then like, I was like, like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. He just like thought I was so cool. He just gave me free ice cream. Jeez. And then like my sister told me that dudes used to try and date her because I was her older brother. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this is like, like I had no like... This was not even remotely on my radar. Like, I thought no one knew who I was. I thought I was completely invisible. I thought that, like, 
I didn't think I was a loser, but I, I was just uninvolved. I was just yeah. like completely uninvolved. And apparently that bred some sort of mystique. So basically what you're saying is you were too cool for school. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then once it, people found out that I had a radio show, that started getting around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like I had no idea that like I, I, I would be hard pressed to tell you 10 people I went to high school with. Sure. I was I was so into high school. Really? Yeah, like I was on student council. I was uh, on the basketball team. I how, was, how many people are in your school? Like eighty kids in the high okay, school. Okay, there was like I think my graduating class had literally like five hundred people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I went to a small private yeah, school. Yeah, maybe more than that. Twelfth grade. Yeah. So like, it was a. Uh, it, it, it was a pretty supportive environment mm-hmm. for almost everyone involved, and uh, I was fortunate because I had, like, zero social skills, and I was able to kind of be supported instead of, you know, I, I would have been bullied into submission in public school. But, uh, yeah, I got to do all those things, and maybe it was helpful. Looking at where I am now, it's kind of like uh, 50-50. In what way? Um, I think that having a little bit more adversity in my life uh, could have galvanized me to do different things and given me more motivation to maybe have like a high paying job and degree that I don't have now, which, you know, again, I don't know if that would have been good or bad or or it could have motivated me to do a school shooting. Either one. I think, like, those are the two paths that I could have taken. But instead, I got to be, like, popular. And, you know, I was in all the yearbook photos. You were that guy? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not in... I'm intentionally not in the yearbook. My mother made me take senior pictures. Yeah. But they're not in... Like, she just wanted them for herself. Sure. And they're so cringe. Like, I look terrible. Like, I have this... You wear, like, a sweater vest? No, she let me wear my leather jacket in the picture, yeah. and I'm wearing um, a Divine shirt, like Divine yeah. from Pink Flamingos. Sure, I'm sure. wearing like a Divine shirt with a, I think it's like a red, <clears throat> like a ox bloody, I got it from a Salvation Army yeah. leather jacket. No, it was a black motorcycle jacket. It was sure. a black motorcycle jacket with a Divine t-shirt, and I have this like hideous, like, I used to cut my own hair for like a while mm-hmm. and so it's just like this terrible punk haircut that's just sure. dyed black and just like i don't know i look pale and like exactly weird. how you wanted to look yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean it worked but uh now you're back to being a leather jacket guy i'm back update yeah right i haven't updated the the people yet but yeah i bought a leather jacket that's been like 20 episodes yeah yeah he's finally got that jacket i did it i pulled the trigger i just said fuck it and i did it and I like it. It's not cold enough to wear it. Like I, I'm trying to. If I try and wear it now, it feels like I'm forcing it. Yes. And I don't want to do that. And no. I will never, ever, ever wear it on stage. Even if it's really chilly. Maybe if it's an outside show, different circumstances. But yeah. an inside show, never. I will never wear a leather jacket on stage. I'm not. Well, I'm not going to name names, but they know who they are. Yeah. Sam Kennison. It's just too much of a thing. It's just like, it looks, 
dumb as sh- like. Well, I mean, you have to address it. If you're, you have to address it, or people are like, you oh, have to, it's a leather jacket. You have guy. to get to a level to wear a leather jacket on stage. Like, if I was recording a special, I still wouldn't le- wear a leather jacket, but I do no. think that that's acceptable. But just to be a leather jacket, leather jacket comic, not into it. I don't think that's the right. Like, it, at the level that I'm at, and especially for those below me, it. It looks dumb. I don't know. I don't know why I hate it so much. I don't know what it is about it exactly that I hate it, but I fucking hate it. It's because you hate leather jacket guys. That the the maybe what what dudes with like leather jackets and ponytails have done for that iconography has taken it back a long way. Yeah, and you don't want to be associated with that, and especially you know something like being on stage. Like right. everything has like heightened meaning and significance, right. so people be like, "Oh, this fucking leather jacket guy." Right, yeah. right. He's got mutton chops and a leather jacket. Right, fuck him. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to appear like I'm trying to be too cool. Yeah, because that's not what cool people do. Right. <clears throat> it's just it's a practical outerwear thing, and sure. like I'm not trying to like make a like I'm am making a fashion statement with it, obviously, because like anything you wear is doing that, but. uh I'm not trying to like make it a part of my personality. No, I'm not trying to. Uh, the the leather jacket accentuates me. It doesn't like I, you know, or yeah, but it doesn't like. I don't know. what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to pontificate a little too strongly. There's just a type of person that wears a leather jacket, and I find them annoying. But I also find a lot of things that I'm into. The type of people that do them are kind of annoying. And do you find yourself to be annoying? No, but ever. I mean, I'm sure I've been annoying, but but, but not to yourself. No, I don't annoy you don't, myself. You don't. You don't cringe at stuff that you do. No. Interesting. Uh, yeah, not really ever. Okay. Uh, maybe. You know, looking back on it, mm-hmm. it could be a little cringy, but in the moment, it's not cringy because, like, I know where I'm coming from with it. Sure. And, like, it's just an evolution of skill, perhaps. But, like, there's, there's, I mean, I've definitely done cringe shit 100%. Yeah. But to my knowledge, uh, here, the one of the cringiest things I've ever done is I'm like one of my younger cousins, okay. like, this is this like I don't know. This is like 2009. I sent this message, and I was like, I just told her she was like, she was like, you know, turning 16 or 17. And yeah. I was like, I was just trying to be like a a nice person, but like it can't. Like when I think back about it, I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And just like, I just told her that you know, she was getting attractive basically, and I was just like, yeah, I wasn't trying to like be anything about it, but I was just and it was like, I don't know. It was gross. Do you remember what you said? He remembers. I don't remember exactly, but it was, you know. Nice assets. No, I don't know. I've, I forget. I You're don't really know. becoming a young woman. Something to that extent, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think about that sometimes. Avuncular in the wrong way. But, yeah. So I got a leather jacket, but I won't ever wear it on stage. Not like so many other local comics. Uh, and the, the the leather jacket and the minivan kind of cancel each other out. Yeah, I kind of think so. Yeah, yeah, a little bit with like a minivan with the window taped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they uh, they kind of cancel themselves out a little bit. I'm not taking myself too seriously. No, no, that's that's the key. Right. 
And I don't have a ponytail. I did just get a haircut yesterday, and I'm a little upset about that. Uh, now you should have been more of an ally. Yeah. And they would have given you a better haircut. Yeah, I think I need to go to a different barber shop now. He he, he went to the uh, to the woke barber shop chain. There's a barber and shop dro- and name dropped Starbucks. He likened it to Starbucks. Yeah, there's and right. The hairdresser so, did not appreciate that. Here's the rundown. So I go to this place called Rudy's. They got a bunch of spots now, and apparently that the one on the Ave is one of the oldest ones. And you've been there a bunch of times. That's yeah. where I go. Yeah, I've been going there for years, but I go to a different person every time. I don't. Gotcha. Ha- I don't have like a person. Uh, <clears throat> I go there. I've been going there for years, and um, they do a fine job. It's a little expensive, but they do a fine job usually, and. Um, so I go in and they're, you know, I'm, they tell me that that's one of the oldest ones that they opened in 93, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you guys got spots all over now. You're really expanding. She was like, yeah. And I'm um, assuming their pronouns, sorry. And, uh, I was like, oh, you guys are kind of like the Starbucks of haircuts, meaning you originated in Seattle and now you're all over the fucking yeah, place. Every like, neighborhood. Well, not even around here. Like, there's are in other states now. Are they? Yeah, they're like in Colorado. Jeez, I like, didn't know that. They're all over the place. I think they got one in Philly. Like, they're there's many. It's a great brand. It's a great like, brand. It really is. Yeah, great branding. Uh, I really don't have a problem with the business, but uh, so they're all over the place now. They're really franchising or getting out there, and so I was like, oh, you guys are like the Starbucks of haircuts. And then my hairstylist was like, I guess, but. Except without the racism and homophobia. Actually, Rudy's was started with the LGBTQIA support, community support, and then just started humming, like, for the remainder of my... Like, that was the end of the conversation. Kind of. I mean, I could have talked. I was in a bad mood anyway. I I don't like talking during haircuts anyway. Like, I would prefer just to, like, get it in silence anyhow. Sure. Uh do you find that your hairstylist tries to like force a conversation? It's happened sometimes? a few times, okay. but not usually. That I, should be part of hairdressing school. Is figuring that out? Is how how to do small talk properly? They should just have a box that I can check on, like conversation my, or no conversation. Yeah, like conversation, like strong, mild, no. I would select mild, yeah. meaning like, yeah, we can talk, but I'm not trying to be your best friend right now. Sure. Like, if you got something to talk about. I'm for it, but I'm not going to be asking you. Like, I want you to focus on cutting my hair. I want yeah. you to, like, be doing your job. Like, I don't need to know your opinions or thoughts, sure. or I don't need to tell you about my mother. Like, I don't know. Like, just do my hair. It doesn't take long. So so that happens. And before this, I was actually like, so what are we doing today? I was like, well, I usually like it shorter on the sides, a little bit longer on the top. Mm-hmm. She's like, how short is that? I was like, a two. And so, fine. And then a little bit longer on the top means... A little bit longer. So like a four or a five? Like a three. Like a three, okay. And I was like, and I'm not trying to, I, I was like, I know my hair's thinning, and I'm not trying to hide that. I'm not trying to, like, do a comb-over situation. I'm not, like, I don't care. Sure. And she was like, okay. And then, basically, she just gave me an equal-length haircut all over. Yeah. And, like, that's the part I'm a little mad about, is, like, I do like it a little bit longer on the top of my head so I can pull it forward. Sure. Not in a comb over fashion. I'm but a, a comb forward. Well, comb forward, but it's also just how I, like, I don't know how else I'm supposed to wear my hair. Like, right. I don't know, like. It's almost like a devil lock. It sometimes. is. Sometimes. Yeah. 
and I like that. Yeah. And but it, at some points it gets too messy, and it looks like I'm trying to hide the fact that I'm going bald, which yeah. I'm not. And but also but you you believe she cut that that way in a for a punitive. I believe you it might have. You offended her, and then she's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to make this fucker look bald. Yeah. I think that you, know, you, you can finesse it in a way that like doesn't exactly highlight that I'm going bald while yeah. also not trying to like hide it. No, it, it, it doesn't look as good as it did. Right. As someone who sees you on a, on right. a multi-weekly basis. And it'll, it'll grow out. It'll, yeah. it'll get there. But like, yeah, my little sad clown poof on the front is a little bit more prominent right now. Yeah. Which, again. A little sadder. I don't care. Like it's it's not hurting my ego, mm-hmm. but like now I'm a leather jacket guy with a sad clown poof. How, how bald will you have to get before you're like, all right, shave it all? I've sh- I used to be a shave it all kind of guy. Yeah. I've, I've ha- I used to bick my head when I didn't even need to. Sure. And uh, most people say it doesn't look good on you, and it makes you look extremely scary. And yeah, you absolutely, should, you shouldn't do that. And so I'm trying to work with that. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the proper evolution of my hair is supposed to be. You got to get head tattoos when that happens. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe like a biomechanical, like two thirds to three quarter wrap around, and then something else on the other little piece. I'm not against biomechanical, but it is extremely dated now. I guess so. That's it's early. This mid two thousand tribal mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Don't have any of it. Uh, what about like just mechanical? Not against it, yeah. but it doesn't. Like I'm not a mechanical person. No, I suppose that's not really yeah, coherent. It does What yeah. you've got? I'm not a gearhead, so to speak. Yeah. Literal. Um, I don't know what I would get. I, I'm not against the idea of a head tattoo, but I also don't know what I'd get. And I, I try and scope out other balding guys that, like, try and make it look cool. Yeah. And I got this friend in Rhode Island, Jonathan Wisehart. He's got a decently cool guy balding haircut, and mm-hmm. it's just basically short on the sides, long on the top, and yeah. then it's just messy. And that's yeah. usually what I go for. And so I'll probably just ride that out. I mean, my hair is definitely thinning, but it's not, like, horrible. Like, I'm almost 40. And yeah, like, I've no, got for a, 40, it's not terrible. Right. And so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how far this goes. I don't know what the end result of this is going to be. Yeah, I'm fine with it, but you got to finesse it a little bit. I like a little bit longer on top, just so I can pull mm-hmm. it forward a little bit and just like break up that poof a little bit. Got to go to sports clips next time. There's a like a I don't know what the right Dominican ish mm-hmm. haircut place on the yeah. Ave, and I've gone there and they do it pretty good. And it's a little bit cheaper than Rudy's too, but go. I like the punk finesse of a of what Rudy's seems to understand the vibe I'm going for. No, it's, it seems like Rudy's has been successful for you every time, but this one, yeah, mostly. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes you get a bunk haircut, sure, and that'll happen anywhere, right? And I think I feel I just feel like this is a little bit punitive mm-hmm. because it was an unattractive blue haired person, and. Uh, I referenced their business to Starbucks, and they they got a little little bussy hurt about you it. Paid the toll. It'll grow out. It'll be fine. Yeah, I get like four haircuts a year. Yeah, my my strategy is just never to cut my hair. Yeah, you don't yeah. trim the ends. Nothing. No. Okay. It just maintains. It just doesn't grow anymore. 
I mean, I, I'll like kind of pick out the hair a little bit sometimes, and no, it, it, it's still growing. Okay. Yeah. But when it splits at the ends, it kind of starts to grow a little bit more slowly. Right. You got you the ends trimmed. I'm then... fine with that. I use a boar bristle brush. Okay. Shout out to the boar bristle brush corporation. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Don't wash it that much. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I rinse it, but I don't. Yeah. I don't use any. Soap. I don't even get it wet. Oh, like really? When you, have, when you have this much hair, and my hair runs a little bit more oily, mm-hmm. uh, when you get it wet, that's when things start to go wrong. Mm. Yeah, so you just kind of like keep it dry, brush it a few times a week, takes care of itself. My hair, the oil kind of naturally regulates itself. The oil, I haven't used shampoo. Like, I mean, I've used shampoo, but yeah. like, I haven't used shampoo in fifteen years yeah. or more. Uh, and yeah, your oil just naturally regulates, and then yeah. like it gives it a nice little body. And if I wash my hair, my hair looks like shit. It's yeah. just like flat and just like well, it strips it of all its uh, yeah oils. It looks terrible. My yeah. hair looks terrible if I actually wash it. I mean, I'll, I'll wash it if it gets dirty. Like sure. when we went tubing, I washed my hair because sure. it's like oh, I got river water all over my head. See, I won't even do. I'll swim in Green Lake and I'll just like rinse. Mm. I don't even put soap on it. Mm, well, still haven't got COVID. That's why. Yeah. All that Giardia scared it off. Amongst other things. What's COVID in the face of beaver fever? Mary Lou got COVID. When? Now? Yeah, recently. Well, this is back to lockdown for her. I told her at least uh, at least you recorded your album. Yeah. Release it posthumously. She'll be fine. Probably. She's got 17 vaccines. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to cover? No. The state of Seattle comedy. I feel like we're in a dark place right now. Uh, I would say that if you're primarily an open micer and you're using comedy as your primary means of self-worth, then you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Not comedy necessarily, but you're doing your life wrong. So that 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 that's the boat that I'm in, you know. I I'm primarily an open mic comic. Uh, I have aspirations of being more, but if I let comedy be too much of what is kind of driving the boat in my life, then it's easy to get to a dark place very quickly. And that's why I do crossword puzzles. That's why I do crossword puzzles. Mm-hmm. Play pinball. I need to get another it's real sport hobby kind of thing going hmm? there's many out there i'm in a weird limbo space i'm not an open micer anymore but i'm also not not an open micer anymore yeah i don't know how that delineation happens or where that line is drawn or how it ebbs and flows but well you get a bunch of gigs now yeah but and you've pretty much stopped going to open mics yeah, but it's not because I don't want to go to open mics. Just all the open mics are largely trash right now, and I don't. And I would get more use out of just writing new jokes. And y- yes, and no. So like, you write the jokes, but then you don't really know if the jokes work. Right, for and sure. Like to get more parts of the joke, you right. have to perform the joke. But you got to perform those jokes in front of people, not just dirtbag open micers. I feel like you've got the wrong perception about a lot of open mics in Seattle. 
Mm. So, like, you'll go, and yes, it is 80% comics, but there's still 20% of people. I don't even think it's that high of a per- I think there's... It, it, it is. Like, there, there's enough. Like, it is a rare open mic that I go to and think, okay, I can't do anything with this room. Okay. Yeah, like, what what is the lowest number of attentive audience members that... You would you would require ten. Ten. Okay, so ten you're not going to get. Ten, ten is a big ask, right? And I don't think that that should be a big ask. Like just ten people. Like you're not going to get much data back from anything less than ten people. I, I, I disagree. Hmm. Like I make do with like I I would say under five is too few. But five is a sweet spot. I would say six to eight is workable. Six to eight is workable. Six to eight is workable. And then a lot of times, like, the open mic comics like me. Yeah. Because I'm still one of them, but I'm a few steps above. Right. I mean, I'm. I'm, And so they'll they'll be like, oh, let's see what Jay has to say, as opposed to just like, oh, this fucking guy. Right. I don't care about him. You know, not every comic, but. Some of them. Right. And, uh... I like that, and, you know, I I feel like I'm in a similar standing, mm -hmm. and I like all that, but I don't feel like I'm getting the feedback that I really want. Well... I also just haven't been to a lot of these newer open mics. Sure. Uh, I should probably try and make more of an effort. I just have low faith in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any? Oh, I have a show tonight. Is there, is there an open mic on Saturday? Saturday? Not really. No, there's one at that Cannabis City. But oh yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. I was I was really happy to see you there. Actually, <laughs> just just to see the look of disappointment on your face. Yeah, I mean, it was just in. a naked brunch. Yeah, it was, to, it was like, worse than a naked brunch. Yeah, but I had to drive to Soto for it. I was kind of close already. I was already in Cap Hill. No, that's not but, that bad then. But, yeah, no, that place sucks. Um, yeah, no, go to Town Pub. Um, do do the I don't sh- mind Town Pub, but it's just like you're just f- literally fighting the room. Yeah. And, like... It just, so, it, like, putting in the effort just doesn't seem worth it to me to be like, great, no one... Like, people are here, but the front of the room cannot hear me, and there's four people sitting in front of me who... Are kind of into this. Uh, there's, you can make something a town pub almost every time. Hmm. I haven't been in a while. Yeah, like if you turn yourself about thirty or forty degrees to the right, mm-hmm. you'll get the tables that are in front of you, and usually there's like two or three tables of people in the bar that are paying attention, who can see you and are looking at you, and you kind of have to yell. You know, if you're looking to do a long-form narrative joke, you, you know what these open mics are good for? Is not for, like, testing jokes, but for testing punchlines. Because people react to punchlines. And if you hit them with a couple good punchlines and they laugh, then you may be, they'll be like, okay, you can not make us laugh for 30 seconds. So you can right. try out something a little bit longer. So... You know, you got to calibrate your expectations and what you're trying to do. 
Right. As opposed to just being like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to this thing and they're going to eat up everything that I'm going to say. Which is what I want. Well, of course it's what you want. But like that. That's, that's why I want to get more in at laughs because you can do more nuanced like word play kind of but stuff. That, that makes you soft. In some ways. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I, yeah. I mean, the jokes I'm interested in doing right now isn't just like yelling at a crowd. You yeah. know what I mean? It isn't just like. Well, the Shanghai room is good for that. Yeah. It's quiet and attentive. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do. I almost went yesterday, but it starts at 7. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I just got home late yesterday. But anyway, there's there's some open mics out there that I should go check out. I'm just... I'm not anti-open mic. I don't think I'm better than an open mic. I want to go to open mics. Mm-hmm. I just want the open mics to be better. I just like, and that takes time, including my own room. My own sure. room is a nightmare sometimes. And uh, I, I recognize that. Yeah. You should go to more open mics. And if you're listening to this, you should go to open mics too. Yeah. If only to feel better about your own life. Yeah. Come to my open mic. Go to any open mic because... The scene is only as good as you make it. And that's why I should go to more open mics and try and make the scene better. Sure. Because I'm above all of them. <laughs> I'm, at, right. I'm at the Roxy Theater tonight, baby. Wow. Historic Roxy Theater in conservative Bremerton, Washington, where they house numerous nuclear missiles. You're going to get banned from the Roxy. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like playing there anyway. All right, we'll see you later.